Welcome to Tripping Over the Barrel, a series that highlights the unique personalities within the oil and gas industry and the stories they have to share with your hosts and lead storytellers, Tilo and Dr. Funkenstein. Driving that train, high on cocaine. Geese. I always like that song. I always really like that. I, I wish I knew it better. <laughs> Got a song with you. Anyways, this is Jeremy. Along with Tim Lozer, we're here for full-length episode three, titled, Literally Tripping Over the Barrel. This is going to be a fun one, as we're going to go through some kind of physical comedy and uh, talk about some things that have happened between Tim and I in hilarious mishaps during demonstrations. Yeah, so, you know, we're both sales guys, and so we've been through a lot of different presentations and demonstrations. It's just a natural part of life. And, you know, I've, I've grown accustomed to trying to keep everything in control that I could. So I've had demos go down because we didn't have the right connection cables. I couldn't, my, my laptop was going to run out of power because we didn't have the right adapter. Um, you know, back in the old days, I needed to have my own projector, bring my own projector, bring my own overhead projector. Jeremy, that's one of those things with a light on it that actually. You know. <laughs> I mean, you're not that much older. I mean, you're older. <laughs> yeah, but I've, I mean, but like you, I've got a, I've got a bag full of cords that I would carry with me just to make sure everything was going to work. Just even to do this podcast right here, I'm like tripping over different cords. But I remember this specifically. There was like a a sweet a sweet spot for this. I feel like the VGA was the accepted method to be able to connect and demonstrate for a number of years, right? And then. Once HDMI started to come into the picture, there started to be some more challenges because then you had to have things that convert like an HDMI converter or a mini or mini or micro, HDMI. Right? Oh. I mean, it <laughs> HDMI, mini, micro. Oh, it's crazy. Had to have all those different adapters. Crazy. You know, okay, speaking of VGA, spot. you know, I, I'd have, uh, I became an expert. You plug the VGA cord and you look up at the screen and there's no yellow or there's no green. You know, I'd look down at the VGA cord, had to become an expert at fixing a VGA cord on the fly and, you know, how to, how to fix a bent <laughs> pin just to get in there just right to get all the colors back. I mean, the, the amount of sweat that just drips off my brow when everybody's staring at me and I'm trying to get the freaking HDMI thing to connect to the VGA have, so I can yeah, show the demo. Have you hit demo. function X7? Have you hit function F7? Make it sing. <sighs> oh, it's great. Did, can, we get, can we get Joey in here? Joey's the only one that knows how to hook this up. Absolutely. So anyway, those are, you try to get everything in your control that you, you can have, but you know, inevitably not everything is in your control, right? No, no, of course. So that's sort of the theme for today. (laughs) These things still go wrong. I mean, they're just, even before the whole COVID hit, you know, I'd, I'd be in an office and have some sort of mishap like this, but we have a few stories we wanted to dive into today. Tim, why don't you uh, kick us off with split pants? Oh yeah, this this is absolutely hilarious. So, you know, I'm at this point I was a technical guy and I was going to be coming in with our sales guy. You know, and the the standard practice is we get there 15 minutes early, set the laptop up, hook it up to the projector. Here I am, and we're downtown Houston at that time. We were still wearing suits or jackets and things like that. So I had my my suit pants on, which are kind of thin, which is important to the story. Was it was it the summer? Was when it's two hundred and twenty three degrees outside when you're wearing a suit? You know, it, it was it was early fall, so it was still pretty hot. But you know, again, 
the, the idea of walking around in Houston with a suit in the summer or, or you know, any, any, but any month except December or January is just crazy. And that's an episode in and of itself. I mean, I've, I've, I've had to walk a couple blocks and completely ruined suits. And then oh, have to gotta, actually talk gotta, to people. Yeah. You got to plan a half hour ahead just so you can sit in the lobby and cool down. <laughs> anyway. True. So we're, so we're setting up, you know, and I got my laptop on the table, got hooked up to the projector. Now I need to hook up the power. Well, the power was underneath the conference room table. So I dropped down to one knee. I've got the cord in my hand and got one knee down and one knee up. And I lean in to T-bowing. plug it into the floor. T-bowing. Yeah, T-bowing. And sure enough, there went the tear. It just tore. And it wasn't a oh. simple tear. It was from you know just three or four inches above the knee all the way through to the crotch, right along the seam. And it was <laughs> gaping. It was huge. And I knew it had happened. So so what do you do? I mean, here I am. I got the sales guy over there greeting people as they come in and I've got, you know, a, a 18 inch gap in my pants. And so I was like, well, can't stop it. So I, I just sat down at my computer with completely pulled that chair, completely pulled underneath and just did the whole demo. Now the sales guy was annoyed. He's looking at me going, why aren't you over here shaking hands, being polite? All the people were coming in the room. I, I was standing there, sitting down, never stood up, and just waved from my seat. Just waved everybody. Get up, dude. Help me. That's so, good right here. So anyway, we do we do the demo and it comes off. Nobody really knows. So same thing, but this time, so I unplug everything. I've got everything in the bag and I'm standing there with my laptop bag in front of my uh, crotch, really, sitting there. Waving goodbye to everybody as they leave the room, and sales guy just looks at me with this quizzical look in my face, and well, let me let me just show you what happened. And I moved the bag out and showed him the rip, and we, you know, we could barely make it back to the elevator, laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah, so I did have to do the walk of shame out through the lobby and down back to the car. <laughs> oh man, crazy! Did you get the you deal know, though. I, well, you know what? I don't know if we did or not, but uh, you know, it was the demo came off and nobody knew. And that's what made me happy. I mean, the sales guys still talk about it to this day. It's so great. I mean, the physical comedy that can happen in these meetings and it sound, I mean, you pulled it off pretty well just cause I think you, you're sort of accustomed to in that situation, right? You have to, you have to just survive. What one of mine, <laughs> this actually took place just down the road in Houston as well with BHP Billiton and BHP Billiton for a few years there was, was the bell of the ball. I mean, these guys had lots of money funneling in for, for onshore development. Post-Petrahawk acquisition? But post-Petrahawk acquisition, we're talking, I don't know, this must have been 2014. And I'm in there pitching field data capture, right? The, the newest, the hot shit, the brand new technology. And it was a, a group of heavy hitters. I mean, I'll, I'll never forget, these guys were asking about the intrinsic safety of the iPad and how close can it go to a well? I mean, there was, it was a technical audience. It was a really smart group. And I remember I finished my corporate presentation. Everything went really well. I said, all right, and uh, we'll turn it over to this guy for the demonstration. And as I attempted to sit back down, yeah, my ass hit a little too early on the chair and slipped. <laughs> the chair goes flying. I fall on the ground. Oh my, head my, feet, the table. my head disappears. If you're sitting on the other edge of the table, all you see is my feet in the air. <laughs> Fantastic. And all I could do is sit there and laugh. Right? It was like, what the? Well, I, what well, the I, hell? I'd like to see the look on your face as you're looking around to the big, big hitters in the room. I mean, you know, a couple, of, a couple of them came over concerned. 
other people came over, you know, pretending to be concerned, but really were just laughing about it. And I was fine. It didn't hurt at all, but that shit, <laughs> man, <laughs> nothing, nothing cuts the ice or breaks the ice in a meeting more than that. Yeah. Yeah. And the, uh, did you get that deal? It took some time. And I think a lot of those guys remembered that forever. And if they listen to this, they'll probably remember it and tell me about it. <laughs> but yeah, it took a couple of years, but did business with those guys. You know, and you know, sometimes it's not, you know, falling down. It's reminding me of this story. So we had uh, closed some business with a client and we were doing the training session and they'd asked me to come in to help out with it. So I did a small little demo up front. It's not my, you know, I go and sit down at the end of the table there to answer questions, had my uh, best technical guy with me as well. And uh, it came time for their project manager to kind of introduce it to all the people in the room. And this is what we're going to do for it. Do a little demonstration of how this company had deployed this software with Spotfire. And so, you know, guy gets up there. Now, this guy is six foot three, six foot four, kind of overweight, very goofy. And also, which I think is kind of important to this, speaks very arrogantly. So anyway, it's kind of. So he goes up and he's he points to the screen with his pointer and he comes back to where his laptop is. Now he's got does he have does he have like a Texas accent too? Is it like well y'all better listen to me over here? Nah, not quite. He's accented, but you know it was it was uh, it was still y'all very listen to me. Yeah, it was listen something me, like that. that. It was very much me. like that. But anyway, he's coming back to his to where his t- chair was. Well, he's got his laptop plugged into the wall, not into the table. And you know everybody talks about trip hazards. Oh and God! The, the funny, so he hits the cable. He hits his own cable. His laptop comes sliding across. The so bad. And it's one of those things. What struck me so funny was you knew he was going to fall all the way to the ground, but you knew it was going to take him a long, agonizing <laughs> few steps to get there. So it was a, it, you know, and again, he's heavy and tall. So it was a three or four <laughs> very loud, rugged steps, him trying to regain his balance. But you knew oh, it wasn't going to work. Hop, oh. Bang, bang, bang. And then straight into the ground, just drove his knee straight into the ground. <laughs> and, you know, I haven't worked with this guy for a while, found it immensely enjoyable and funny. Now, other people <laughs> in the room were very concerned and, you know, but it was, I was, I had the giggles. I could not contain myself you anymore. So I mean, I, there's nothing I could do. So I had, I put my head on the, the table, forehead down on the table and just laughed, tried to hot, laugh <laughs> behind it. And so eventually I just had to leave the room. I just I mean, walked out. There's nothing totally. I could do. I just, I had lost it and I couldn't get it back. I've, I've been there. I mean, that is really hard in that situation too, right? Because you're supposed to be like somewhat the adult in the room. And no, then, I'm, I'm the professional. I'm the expert here. I'm here to help, but you know, I, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> That's, it's so true. I don't know. It, it always gets me every time. I think more so in a, um, yeah, like the, that same shit happens in the airport, right? You see people trip over cables and it's more like, oh, I hope he's okay. And it's, it's not funny really, No, but when it, when it happens in a business setting and everybody's all buttoned up, it's the fucking best. Yeah. Yeah. And the chairs flying across the room and your feet in the air, you know, it's it's a different story, but you know, I missed a demonstration that I was going for, you know, this was three or four weeks after nine 11 and we had a presentation at a chemical plant down in Texas city and you know, no big deal. I show up, I see the visitors parking lot drive in, park right along the fence. You know, it's a, it's an eight foot, 10 foot fence with barbed wire across the top. No big deal. So I park in the visitor's lot and then I start walking along the fence line until I got to an open gate, turned left into the gate, 
walked into the first building expecting to find receptionist. Nothing. I'm standing there. There's three elevators, a bunch of people walking around. I'm trying to find a receptionist somewhere to check in, sign in, get me to the right room. And it's kind of wandering around again, right after 9-11, I've got a backpack full of, of my laptop and cables and everything oh. else with me. Not explosive. Anyway, so I'm finally, finally one of these guys who's walking around gets this idea to, um, what are you looking for? And I said, well, I'm looking for the security receptionist sign-in desk. And he said, how did you get in here? And I said, well, I just walked through the gate. It's right there. And, you know, I walked him over to how I breached oh, this great security after 9-11. I don't want to give you the name of the plant. Anyway, so he, he's angry, and I, and I know why. But I was sitting here thinking, well, I just breached security at what should be the most secure place in the city of Houston or Texas City. So anyway, he walks me over to the security desk, and he just pounds on the table. This guy got through security without being. That's your fault. That's your oh, fault. Yeah. Hey, come on. So anyway, after as a result, you know, I got I was thirty minutes late. I come in, the demos, you know, not not needed anymore. Sales guys, you know, arm waving or doing whatever else he needs. Anyway, it you know it's amusing that I'm able to break breach security at one of the most uh, the biggest chemical plants in the in the country. And uh, anyway, but missed it, and I, I'm calling it outside my control because in my mind. Oh, there's an open gate. I'll walk through. Oof. Well, this was a uh, a fun one, a quick one. On another note, I was actually in Lower Manhattan on September 11th. That's a story for another episode. But for today, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the literal tripping over the barrel as much as we did. And if you've got your own stories, we'd love to hear about it. And I'd love to bring you on and talk to your own tripping over the barrel stores and your own presentations. Thanks, everybody.